Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hour number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stauffer joining you from Las Vegas. Second of a back-to-back. Edmonton winning 5-4 in Tempe, Arizona last night at Mullet Arena. Lots of Oilers fans in Tampa last night, we're expecting lots in Vegas tonight as well. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, World of Spas. Thomas and the staff at World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. I'm in Vegas. Brendan Escott's back at the 630 Chad Studios. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. With Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Um, and we were looking just before we went to break, uh, we went into game day trivia, which is brought to you as always by Pro-Am Sports, your fan cave experts in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and online at proamsports.ca. And the question was, uh, can you name the lone Vegas Golden Knights first rounder still with the organization, the Golden Knights have made six first-round picks since the 2018 draft, but they've only got one player that is still in the organization. Brendan Escott, that name Brendan might make sense. Who is it? Who's yeah, the player? Brendan Brisson, who is uh, the son of player agent Pat Brisson, correct? Yes. You might think twice before you just include him in a deal. And who got the uh, trivia answer? Connor knew that one first today. Yeah. So the Vegas Golden Knights uh, drafted, uh, they ended up with three first-round picks in the 2017 draft, all as part of the compensation they received for various machinations of trades. Uh, They took Cody Glass, six overall. He was involved in a three-way deal with Nashville and the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, They ended up getting Nolan Patrick back, a second-round pick in the 2017 draft, in that uh, Cody Glass is actually starting to finally gain some traction in his career in Nashville. So they took him six. He was involved in a three-way deal. They, They got Nick Suzuki 13th. They traded him for Max Pacioretty. And it was Suzuki plus, including Thomas Tatar, who uh, they'd moved to 2018 first, second, and third rounder for. And they ended up getting uh, Pacioretty, who they basically gave away for free at a later date. Suzuki's obviously a terrific player for the Montreal Canadiens, who are a very exciting team to watch in the future. Suzuki this year has 61 points in 74 games. I would say Montreal crushed uh, the Golden Knights in that deal. Now, conversely, Eric Branson, the 15th overall pick, their third first rounder from 2017, he went in a deal for Mark Stone. And Branson is now playing for Ottawa, but is really looking and tracking right now that he's going to be a third pairing left shot deep. Vegas got back Mark Stone. That's a pretty good player. In 2019, uh, so they did not have a 2018 first rounder. That was part of the Tatar deal. In 2019, Peyton Krebs was their first round pick, 17th overall when we were in Vancouver. I actually called that pick. 
And Peyton Krebs was part of the package to get Jack Eichel. So you make an argument, they got the best player. It's a good trade, and Eichel's a hell of a player. In 2020, they took Brendan Brisson, 29th, out of the Chicago Steel of the USHL. He played for Michigan for a couple of years. He's currently down in the American Hockey League. And he's got 13 goals and 30 points in 50 games. Uh, and then uh, in 2021, they took Zach Dean. And he was traded for Barbashev this year. Zach Dean, 30th overall in 2021 out of the uh, Gatineau Olympic. No longer Vegas property now with the St. Louis Blues. So just one of six first-round picks in the organization. Wow. All right. Uh, so, again, that is game day trivia for Pro-Am Sports. Nicely done, Connor. At this time, we're going to go into NHL Today. It is presented by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromomarketing.com. Here's Brandon. Ten games across the NHL tonight. Busy one is Calgary, home to Los Angeles. That's another game you should be keeping an eye on. The Kings five points up on Edmonton for, uh, or I guess four points after last night for second in the Pacific. Oilers and Golden Knights clashing tonight at uh, T-Mobile Arena, live on 6.30, Chad. Eight o'clock, puck drop once again. Coverage following the six o'clock news. Uh, Detroit signing Carter Mazur to an entry-level contract. He's out of the University city of Denver, where the 21-year-old just finished his sophomore season. It was the 71st overall draft pick in 2021. And on the farm, Bakersfield visiting Coachella Valley tomorrow night. Dylan Holloway is back in the Condors lineup. And you'll hear Ken Holland talking about that in 29 seconds time. Guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Come in and check out their new location, 3979 Calgary Trail. Without further ado, I had a sit-down conversation with Oilers GM Ken Holland. He's our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Let's get to our 1v1 with Ken Holland. Well, Ken, the uh, NHL trade deadline uh, was at the beginning of March, and the hockey team has gone 9-2-1 uh, and one in the month of March. Uh, the only problem with that is you're in the division with the th- three of the teams, including yourself, that got the best record in the NHL. Now that the dust has settled a bit and you've had a chance to watch your team, uh, what are you seeing out there? What do you like? And where do you see room for maybe a little bit more growth? Well, like you said, Bob, obviously we're 9-2-1. and one. I think we've actually lost ground. I know we've lost ground to L.A. And, I, I, and even Vegas. And then on the other side, Minnesota, I think they've lost one game in regulation in their last 20. And, and, and Colorado's putting a push on. So, uh, you know, obviously early in the year there was a lot of talk about how strong the East was. But it certainly looks right now like uh, the West is just as, is just as strong. So, obviously, we're, we're, we're pleased with our record. We're, 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 we've been pushing here to, first off, push our way into the playoffs. Um, three big games in our next four here are Vegas and two LA's so real good tests coming up here uh, over the next week um, uh, I think there's lots to like about what we're doing right now obviously we're uh, I think we're number one in the National Hockey League in goals we've talked about our power play I like that we're getting you know you know Bouchard scores last night we're getting lots of uh, Fogel scored the other night we're getting different people pitching in uh, offensively and I think that's add up uh, you know with the number one power play and certainly Connor having a historic year and and Leon having a great year is, and some secondary scoring is added up to uh, why we score so much um, I think we really compete we don't, I don't feel like we're ever uh, out of a game so I think those are good traits heading down the stretch 
You targeted defense. You said the defense would move late in the deadline, which ultimately was proved to come to fruition. Uh, Matias Ekholm, why, uh, now that you've had him, uh, I think it's pretty clear to everybody why he made the most sense. How hard it, like, you know, I don't know if anybody really asked you this. You've, your career has been based on drafting and developing players. You gave up, you know, a first-round pick and a really good prospect that you guys stole late in the first round. How, was it a tough trade to make, or was it a cost to do in business? That's the first question I have for you. And then, I mean, obviously, with Ekholm so far, he's plus 14 in the 12 games he's played. you got to like what you're seeing. Well, first off, um, you know, as we headed into the trade line, deadline for us, um, you know, it's, we were dollar in, dollar out. Right. So uh, most of the teams moving players, their first objective, they have two objectives. One is to get future assets, and, and, and two is you, you're looking to move money. So uh, it, it made our situation a little more. But there was the good news for us was there was many other teams in the same situation that we were in that they had to find ways to move money to, to, to take players on. Certainly we wanted a defenseman. I felt that um, I wanted to do something to, to impact our team, and I felt it was on the defensive side. Uh, I, I wanted to get our, our defense a little bit bigger if possible um, so why Ekholm I think that uh, you know he's I, I've watched him since he's been 21 or 22 when he came over he was playing in Milwaukee I went to, went to some Grand Rapids games and they played Milwaukee so I've sort of had watched him you know he's a character guy he's big um, I, I, he's 32 years of age I think he's going to provide some leadership I think he's I think he's been a real found a good Chemistry with Bouchard. I think I thought I felt last year. If I've, as I've watched Bouchard here, Bouch played his best hockey last year when he, when he was paired up with Duncan Keith. And now that he's he's found uh, some good chemistry with with, with Matthias Ekholm, he's a young get defenseman. Many young, most young players need uh, you know they need role models and mentors and veteran guys around. And I think it's it's helped Bouchard uh, um, take his uh, play to another level. Certainly, moving Barry out has allowed Bouch to get more minutes. Um, runs the top on the power play and um, so I, I felt we needed a defenseman I, I, I was in contact with five, six, seven teams, eight teams over the course of the previous two weeks leading up to the time that we did the deal and um, did the deal with Ekholm because I, I, I think thought that he would have a real big impact in our team and ultimately it has to be a deal that worked for both teams and certainly the drafting of Schaefer um, was critical because I certainly in talking to David Poyle um, he, was, Schaefer, he, he, had to be he had to be in the deal I, I was, we were not going to get the deal done without including Schaefer we're joined by Ken Holland the general manager of the Amateur Oilers Bob Stoffer with you on uh, Oilers now uh, you also got Nick Bukestead and you, one of the things you said to me when you first, you like size, and I mean, you've the defense. I mean, in 1920, there were there were three basically sub footers or sub uh, six footers on the D. You've got a much bigger d- defense now with the addition Day Harnay coming and developing as well here in front of us, and obviously Darnell and Cody Cece. But Nick Butte said up front changes the complexion a bit. And that was part of the Nashville deal by getting them to eat, wasn't it? You had to you had to get them so that could create a mechanism or window cap wise to fit in another player. Yeah, I mean, 
and I guess basically, Bob, my message is, you know, we're trying to win. I understand right. where this franchise is at when you look at uh, Connor and Leon and, and Darnell and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And we've, we've, I think over the last three years, we've added, you know, to the forwards with, with Zach Hyman and with, with Evander Kane. And, and there's been some internal growth with, with at the bottom there with guys like Yamamoto. And, you know, secondary scoring, Yamamoto and um, McLeod. And, you know, we're hoping to continue doing that with Holloway. But, you know, certainly we wanted to do something else and by by getting um, Nashville to eat 4% which is 250 grand that was basically you know it's 250 um, Bukestad made 900 he's we got him at 50 cents uh, retained so it, you know he's 450 on our book so we, we basically to get to 21 or 22 players you know we have no money zero dollars like right. we're right down to the last dollar great job by Bill Scott uh, who advises me on the cap where we're on the cap you know we've got it right down to the penny we've spent every cap dollar that we've had to try to be the best team uh, that we could have and certainly I wanted to get another guy that on the bottom six he's having a really good year Bukestad was having a really good year in Arizona he's six foot five six foot six you know right shot another guy along with Derek Ryan to win some draws in our own zone just more options more options for the coach and obviously uh, the goal the hope is that we're going to go on a long playoff run Bob and you're probably going to have injuries and you need depth and he's an he's another NHL player that up front that gives us more depth speaking of injuries uh Ryan McLeod has uh, not played the last uh, several games. Took a pretty hard shot. Uh, it is not a concussion. Uh, I know he has started to skate. Is he got to be potentially back in the next week to ten days? Do you think? No, he actually got just got news yesterday. He's going to be out a little. I think he's going to be out another couple of weeks. We're hoping to get him back. Um, it's not a concussion. It's not head related. It's it's uh, in his upper body. Um, he's probably going to be out another couple of weeks. We're hoping to get him back for the last uh, couple games of the regular season, maybe at San Jose, maybe if, if the very earliest would be when we go to California there, uh, uh, LA, Anaheim, but it looks like uh, maybe more so um, uh, the last week there when we, yeah, when, we, when we play what Colorado, San Jose the last week, uh, Colorado, at Colorado, home to San Jose, our last two regular season games, so uh, obviously, and, you know, and obviously he's going to, he's, now he's going to miss four or five weeks and you know, hopefully we get back for a couple of games to get him, uh, get him up and running. He's a big on the, you know, again on our team, he can really can transport the puck. When he gets, his, he gets his hands on the puck, he gets us from the D zone to the to the O zone. Again, he can pel- kill penalties, and um, you know, he, another guy with ten goals. So uh, certainly, we we miss him. But it's uh, again, you, you need depth, and uh, we're finding ways to score goals. And and uh, but we got we, we'd like to get him back and get him. Oh, yeah. Some games before the playoffs. Obviously, there's no salary cap in the playoffs, and Dylan Holloway is going to get some games in right now, coming off a shoulder injury. Uh, I would assume you guys would like. Now, have you? Assuming Bakersfield makes the playoffs here, do you keep him down, or is he a guy that you bring up here as a potential option to give Jay another? You know, he does bring speed. He can. He's another guy that can theoretically transport the puck. But the biggest thing he can do is skate and change the dynamic a bit in your bottom six. Yeah, he's played. Dylan's played two games now on, on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday at San Jose. Uh, I think the first night he was a you know a little bit. I talked to Bill Scott and Keith Gretzky, and he felt he was a little rusty, and he played very well on Sunday. So. So, um, I, you know, obviously he'll be 
and probably down for the rest of the of the year. I mean, we do have an option. I guess now we could put uh, um, McLeod and LTI if we if we wanted to. But um, but you're still obviously we're still dealing with the four recall rule, right? And that goes into the playoffs. Um, that 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 goes as long as Bakersfield is playing. So um, for now, I think Dylan's in a great spot. He's played 18. I think he played 20 minutes the other night. He's playing lots of minutes. We got to get him up and running. Certainly, he's an option as we head down the, the down the stretch and into the playoffs to, to come up. But uh, I want to make sure he's he's playing. Uh, and then once the regular season's over, you know, Woody and I will sit down and we'll talk about uh, what we want to do in terms of uh, players. Just speaking of Bakersfield, uh, you got a couple guys. Lavois, six foot four, was not. He was hurt in training camp. Uh, no one expected Noah Phelps to make the team six foot three. Uh, Lavoie's got 20-plus goals. Phillips got 16 goals, and they're big, and they're right-handed shooting. Just a thought on, uh, I mean, I, I realize Xavier Borgo and Dylan Holloway are the first-rounders, and Xavier's missed a bunch of time due to an injury. But is it is it nice to see that you got a couple guys that, you know, could potentially, maybe not factor in this year, but, you know, that are looking like prospects down the road? Well, both Philip and Lavoie have been really good stories for us. I mean, obviously, uh, we signed uh, Philip out of uh, U of A, and uh, we weren't sure, you know, what we were going to get. And I, you know, early in the year, uh, he, uh, I think he was just getting his feet wet. Um, but he's played real well here the last couple of months. I thought up and, you know, when we were banged up there in November and December, obviously it affects Bakersfield. We yeah. have to call, and they had their own injuries. They, the, the, the goaler there got hurt for for four or five weeks. Uh, pick, Pickard. Yeah. So you know. He's back now, and him and Rodriguez give us a good one-two punch. So they've played, Bakersfield has played real well recently and played the, their way into a playoff spot. Um, Lavoie, you know, early in the year was was struggling since the 1st of December. He, he might be one of the best goal scorers in the American Hockey League. He, he's got over 20 goals now, and most of them come since the 1st of December. So certainly Philip and Lavoie have been really good stories down there. Like you said, but they're both both big guys. Um you know they'll be down there all year, and if, if we if we have some injuries, we got to call them up. Certainly, I think we feel good that they've they've established themselves. Both have established themselves as being real important players on Bakersfield. And I think that's the first step um, in order to take the next step to the National Hockey League. Establish yourself as being really good at the American League, really important, and and then you can start to set your sights on the next step. And certainly, both those players in Philip and Lavoie's case, they have done that. Uh, it's been a, an up and down year for Jack Campbell. Uh, and frankly, even for Stuart Skinner. I mean, when Campbell was good, Stu was struggling a bit. Now Stuart's been better overall this year. Uh, that said, uh, you know, goaltending, you played the position yourself. You need it. It comes with the territory. Stu's been a wonderful story for the organization this year. Do you see the work getting done with Jack in terms of off the ice or also, you know, getting out early with Dustin Schwartz? And, you know, where's where's your headspace at right now with what we, what the orders have in between the pipes? And your team can score. We know that. Yeah, well, the first thing, you know, I think Jack, did he get his 20th win last night, I believe? Yeah. You know, so I think he's, what, 29 and something? Like, um, and certainly we score, but, you know, we're, I, I thought the other night, last week... Um, um, hey, he's won his last two starts. Yeah, we played, what was it, San Jose? Yeah. But, but it, when the game was on the line in the third period in overtime, he made 
made saves to keep the, the, the game tied and, and ultimately we scored a goal to, to, to find a way to win. And I thought last night, the first period um, in, in, uh, in Arizona, they had some real grade-A chances, some, some side-to-side chances. He made some uh, big saves again uh, uh, to, keep us, to keep us in the game. You know, bad luck on the one goal that hit uh, Ekholm's foot and, 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 and bounced in. But, you know, I think he's, uh, he's battling, he's competing, he's grinding, he's digging in. Um, he's winning us games. I thought that when Stu Skinner had to leave the team there around late January, February to have his baby, um, what Jack won eight or nine in a row um, and, and at, at a critical time in the season. So, you know, goal scoring is up. Saves percentages are down. I was reading, reading an article uh, on TSN the other day how uh, saves percentages in the National Hockey League in March have just about cratered yeah. across the board. Um, and it's just, uh, it's a different league. You know, it's, it's a different league now than probably was three and four years ago. So the, the bottom line is wins. Um, and certainly, uh, but I think in Jack's case, I, I feel like he's digging in. Uh, he had a tough go of it there for four or five games when uh, he, he had a hard time getting out of the second period. Right. Um, so we just got to keep. We got to stick with it. We got to stick with it. And Stu Skinner has been a, as a rookie in the National Hockey League. Uh, he's had a great year, twenty plus wins too. So both our goalies have twenty wins, and um, you know you got to get saves to get wins, and they've done that. All right, one final one for you. You've moved, you know, you've moved some picks, uh, the Cassian deal, to, you know, and then you, you factor in obviously the, the two deals you made at the deadline this year. So you don't have the same draft capital, which means you have to fill a roster out differently. And I, I, I mean, I know for a fact, but perhaps you can educate the listeners. The reality is, you got guys everywhere right now looking for players to fill out the roster, not just at the NHL level, but the AHL level, because you do have multiple UFAs and RFAs that are going to need to get signed here. Yeah. Uh, it, it, business continues on, even though you've reached the deadline and to the trade deadline, doesn't it? Yeah, once the, once the deadline uh, passed on that Friday, March the 3rd, you know, our pro scouts then obviously, uh, they're, they're back out and we're, uh, we're looking for players. You know, we're, we're continuing to scout the other 31 teams. Um, we're planning towards, you know, as the manager, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm you know, I'm watching the here and now, but certainly we're planning for the for the off season as to uh, what we need. I certainly have to make some decisions when the season's over on on uh, a number of our players on our own team that are UFAs, and we'll piece it all together. But but our people are out there, our pro scouts are out there, and they're they're watching American League games, they're watching NHL games, they're you know live, and then they're also doing video scouting. They they put in reports by watching games on video. So you know we're doing uh, we're preparing for uh, they're they're doing their work to prepare for the. Uh, for the I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. 
That is Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland. Again, you heard him there. Uh, Ryan McLeod, the Oilers injury report for James H. Brown. James H. Brown injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Ryan McLeod will be out a little bit longer. No imminent return for Ryan Murray. Vegas Golden Knights down three goaltenders. Uh, Robin Lehner hasn't played all season. Hip injury, upper body injury for Logan Thompson, lower body injury for Aiden Hill. Um, Oilers in Vegas tonight. That's the injury report for James H. Brown. I saw Trent Brown uh, before the game the other night against Vegas. Off to a global news weather traffic uh, update with Evan Cook. When we come back, Gene Principe from NHL Hockey on Rogers.